how are we ever going to have sex again? Really think about this between Fauci literally being in our pillow while we sleep to watch us and make sure that we are socially distanced and the woke mob telling us how we can and can't talk about each other in terms of like gender and men and women. How, how just really let that sink in. And yes, I'm showing my cleavage today. So you'll pay attention. I know we're in an ADD culture. So here we go. This all started, believe it or not, because I was literally turned on watching Gilmore Girls. Okay. So for those of you who think that Gilmore Girls is this fluffy, whatever, let me just tell you, I don't know what this says about the pandemic, about the state of affairs, about me, about Gilmore Girls, but I literally was binging it. I'm watching it for the first time, by the way, until two 30 in the morning. And I was honestly turned on. I was honestly turned on and here's why. So if you know, you know, I'm at the part where Luke and Lorelai are finally dating. Rory just lost her virginity and like she and Dean are starting to have sex and also they're 19. So I'm not a pedophile back off. Let me just get into this Luke Danes, Scott Patterson, who plays him appreciation. Okay. Because I actually met him and interviewed him in Luke's coffee. It's in the show. He's like a diner owner on the Warner brothers lot last year. And I feel like I couldn't even fully appreciate Luke Danes because full disclosure, I hadn't even watched the show at that point. Here's a few pictures actually to go down memory lane. Luke Danes, this tri-state alpha male. He's like, kind of has like the chip on his shoulder, but he like steps up to the plate and he always has like the backwards hat with the plaid and is just like, a man. Yeah, I know the cancel culture is crying because apparently men don't exist anymore. Neither do women, neither is gender, which like, why would people transition if gender doesn't matter? Sidebar, I've never met a trans person that I didn't like, except for Caitlyn Jenner. And that's because she walked away from me in an interview. We don't forget Caitlyn. People don't forget. Sidebar, but food for thought. And it really got me thinking because I was so turned on just the way that they interacted, flirted, like, damn, I just got to say it. I miss flirting so much. Anyone else? I won class flirt in high school. So it's just in my nature. I will flirt with this lipstick if I have to, but there is something to be said about that initial interaction and attraction. And when the sexual tension builds up and you cannot replicate that on a dating app or on a zoom or through a screen, you just can't don't write Gilmore girls off. Okay. Amy Sherman Palladino knew what the fuck she was doing, like one step away from Pornhub before it started to get all sketchy. That's a whole other ball of wax. I really thought about how that dynamic, would that be canceled today? Honestly, the dynamic of the man courting the woman and like just how you interacted. I mean, between us being so afraid of each other, right? When we all come out of this, we're gonna literally be like demented robots because we're not even gonna know how to interact. Like we're gonna be at a bar and be like, malfunction, malfunction, we're not even gonna know. And I feel like people are gonna be so afraid to be like, how do I, oh, do I have to refer to you as a cis hetero male assigned up? Like, what the fuck? We have so many labels that people are gonna be like, I don't wanna offend you by opening the door for you. I mean, it's so out of control. With all of this talk around, masculinity and dating and also like the whole Harry Styles thing made it mainstream but I've been talking about this for years even with celebrities I'm gonna bring that in later it really got me thinking about all of this moving forward and what it's really gonna look like and this is nothing new to me I also have a psych minor from Penn State which I'm also gonna drop on you like it's hot yeah she's not just boobs guys take a note 
So before we get into like the woke mobs thought policing over all of this, and you guys, the woke has gone so extra to the point where your guac on the side is embarrassed that even professors are getting reprimanded for how they talk about sex, biology, and the differences between men and women. I kid you not, that is going to be discussed today. Let's first talk about how Dr. Fauci is like watching you with binoculars if you so much as like touch your own self. That's right. I said self. Do you know why? We know that COVID is literally the most contagious thing and it spreads like crazy. But apparently no one has common sense because Dr. Fauci has had to say that having sex could give you COVID. Obviously, I guess people need their hands held to know how to have sex in a pandemic. His number one rule, it's kind of like abstinence is key. Like when you're in high school, in Catholic school, I didn't go, but I can imagine. Abstinence is key, folks. No sex. Sex is bad. Okay? According to Fauci, he basically says that sex with yourself is the safest. Wow, rocket science. Okay, apparently we needed him to spell this out for us. He offers words of advice, like if you're getting lonely and if you're feeling isolated, like you can have a friend over to chat socially distant with masks on. I'm sorry, like when did sex equate to a chat with your girlfriend about the latest episode of This Is Us? Not the same, not the fucking same. Don't insult me right now, okay? And I know that we're all feeling this, like this isn't human. Look at all of these people, I've talked about it before, coming out talking about sex, 34, 35. Shall I repeat those numbers again? Okay, I didn't think so. This is going to fuck us up so much. I'm not trying to be depressing. So I'm a millennial. And for all of you guys who are like in your 20s, 30s, and you're single, it's not looking too hot. It's not looking too hot for us because either we're residing with our parents or we're stuck at home. So how the fuck are we going to meet people? That's another thing that, you know, Fauci and these doctors are recommending is like virtual meeting and like dating apps and like Zooms to each their own. It's not for me. I've never been about that life. I'm old school. I'm like a hundred in here. And it just feels like disingenuous and a recipe for a serial killer scenario, like a lifetime movie. So I'm just not feeling it. And it's just like, again, it's just so robotic. Like it's not the same, but it's not looking too promising for us right now. Right. And did you know that after the great depression, after world war II, marriage rates plummeted, plummeted. I even read articles saying how doctors are suggesting that after this, there could be drops in fertility among women, the rates of men and women and couples living together also plummeting like our love lives, like our desire to move on and live. You see my eyes. I'm like, I look like a crazy person. It really got me thinking about how we are all going to interact after this. And like, it's just going to fuck our shit up. Right. So you have that layer. And then you have the woke police telling us all day how we can and can't discuss how men and women, they, them, however you want to say it exists, coexist. Okay. And let me just say this too. And I said this in my last episode with Sade, I'm a straight woman. So I'm coming. I I don't even know why I have to qualify this. It's so ridiculous because you have to qualify fucking everything. Because if you speak about one thing and you forget one group of this or one something of that or one subgroup of this, you're canceled. Like since when does speaking about one thing make you an expert in all things? Okay, so I'm speaking from a straight women's point of view, mostly about hetero relationships. Okay, fucking sue me. Not discrediting anyone else. So now that we have that disclaimer out of the way. 
Let me tell you about this story about this professor. If you hadn't heard this, it's fucking wild, okay? There's a professor who was fired in this really, really prestigious college in England called Eton College. Have you heard of it? Prime ministers have come out of that college, some of the world's greatest thought leaders. Okay, so this man, his name was Will Nolan. He was fucking fired. And then the students were in an outrage. One of them who stood up for him to stay, he wrote a letter to the woke headmaster and he was not only suspended, but forced to apologize. And when you hear about why, you're going to smash your own gingerbread house. The point of his class is to bring up controversial topics to get people, his students, thinking about different points of view and having conversations about it, etc. Well, the thought police, if you didn't know, has now entered the chat, the chat of the universities, okay? The chat of the uptight, pearl-clutching universities as well. Will Nolan had a lecture called the patriarchy paradox and it's on youtube and i watched it and this is what all this ruckus is about what he talks about is how we've been in this whole like uprise right like smash the patriarchy and i'm rolling my eyes because i'm the most empowered fucking woman you'll meet being a feminist does not mean erasing men okay and if you do want to erase men like you got to look into something. So here's what he says about the patriarchy paradox. This whole fight to smash the patriarchy is to make men and women equal. But what he says is the irony in that is that you see how different men and women actually are. And his whole lecture comes from, and he says this up front, the whole lecture comes from a biological point of view. So he doesn't really talk about societal point of view or economics. Like I personally think, of course, that all comes into play. And I've studied this. And he talks about how men and women are so fundamentally different on a biological level. And he even, this is wild, he even prefaces the video, the lecture two minutes in about free speech. He he fucking knew. Will Nolan knew that the thought police were going to come after him because he has a little disclosure that's like, I know that this will probably ruffle some feathers, but the integrity of free speech is important. And so here we go, rock and roll. But he talks about how men tend to be more aggressive. Women, like we will fucking cut you with our words. That's why when they say stuff like man up, I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because I will destroy you verbally honey, that doesn't make me inferior. Okay. And he talks about the argument that the patriarchy exists all the time through everything, through everything in society. And every single woman is oppressed, whether they know it or not. And if they don't know it, then they're just like delusional. And an example of this is something that Sade and I talked about in the last episode where I saw a woke writer literally say that a man buying you a shot is oppressive. And that's his point is that now these people have made it that you are constantly, everything is benefiting men and women are just being suppressed and oppressed through every action, every structure, everything that ever existed. And I'm not an idiot. I know that the patriarchy has existed and has suppressed women in the past. Come on, give me a little bit of credit. But what I'm saying is the woke has now made it about everything that it's hard to get behind it because you look at badass women, Beyonce, Oprah, JLo, 
shit yourself. And you're like, I don't feel suppressed. Women aren't suppressed. We're fucking badass. So it's hard to get behind the notion that like, oh, every structure is made to demolish women and they hate us and we're victims. Bullshit. It is the biggest scam since Fire Festival. I don't mean to be insulting here. You are entitled to your feelings. And I know these days we all have a lot of them. But if you are a woman and you think a guy buying you a shot is oppressive, I don't know if that's an insecurity, if you had some fucking baggage, but girl, look that shit up. So these are all the kinds of things that he talks about. And he talks about how men throughout history have been so crucial for society to move forward. Now, he doesn't discredit and say women aren't. He talks about core differences, evolution. If you go way, way, way back to cavemen, which we all feel like now, how men and women sort of have these roles and how they sort of evolved into what we know today, right? So how men were the protectors, the providers, and then the role of the woman would really be to be home with the baby, right? To nurture, to protect, that sort, and to obviously procreate, which he acknowledges. Now, that's why you see these, how they've evolved, right? Like how it's kind of the joke, how women like a guy who makes money and can support them financially and how men on some sort of subconscious level go for women who they think could give them babies who are fertile. This is something that we don't even realize our brains are doing, right? Who can protect them, who would be good nurturers, who would be good moms, This is not out of nowhere. This is hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years. The school asked him to take the video down and he wouldn't. So they fired him and they deemed it harassment. This in a way is science, right? Science is always changing. It's always forming. And like I said, I have learned about this in so many classes throughout time. And for the woke mob who loves science, love to talk about the science. Is it only when science is convenient to you? Because this is considered science. So like, help me out. I talked about this because like I said, this topic is nothing new to me. I've always been fascinated by this and I would bring it to the red carpet and get celebrities to chime in on this. So I interviewed Lance Bass from NSYNC, the bopper, the blonde bopper with his then boyfriend. I don't know if they're still together, if they're married now. I think they might be married. Nonetheless, Look at what Lance says. We were talking about similarities and differences between sort of like cliches and relationships in the LGBT community and straight. Like I was telling him complaints about men and stuff like that. And I was like, does this apply in the LGBT community? Help enlighten me. He ends up talking about how men in the gay community change partners or cheat or feeling particularly frisky. Here's why. Here's what he said. Seven and a half years. Okay, that's a long time, I feel like, especially in Hollywood. Yes, yeah, especially in gay years. Why do you think that is, by the way? Because look, we're men, and uh, you know, we're we're visual people. So I think that, no, it's true. <laughs> no, it's and I think that's that, actually a really good point. No, it's I never true. thought of and that. And like, so we're more sexual, you know? And, and that's why people, I think, cheat more, you know? Because um, I mean, males are just built differently. So there is Lance Bass for you, point blank, saying that men innately are more sexual beings than women. Honestly, he has a point. Tell me that that wouldn't be canceled in 2020. So fast in the blink of an eye. And he has a point, you guys. Like I said, with evolution, I have learned about this. I'm not saying women don't cheat, but have you noticed that men are more sexually like promiscuous, want to get out there, want to go on the prowl? I'm not defending them, but I'm just saying, like, call me a hypocrite. I would take somebody's balls off if I found them cheating. Get a clue, honey. But 
There is a reason. This goes so far back, again, to the cavemen. They would go around and like the whole point was keep their bloodline going, spread their seed to whoever they could so their bloodline wouldn't die, like typical men, right? We got we to gotta keep them going. We got to keep their egos going. And that has sort of transpired all through these years. And I'm not saying women aren't as sexual. I pose in Playboy for Christ's sake. I love how sexual women are. But again, there's something to be said about this difference, which it's okay to acknowledge. And I feel like in today's world, it's like that's invalidated. You can't even acknowledge that without being canceled. It's insane. So when I found out that Will Nolan was fired, one writer who actually took a class of his and said how an amazing of a professor he was and what an impact he had on his students and community, he wrote it up saying he was fired for thought crimes and that this sweep of the cultural left has officially seeped in into these universities and these colleges, right? So since I have a psych minor from Penn State, one of my favorite classes that I took there was gender studies pointing out this very thing, right? Differences between men and women. I Googled immediately. I was like, I wonder if that class would still even be taught today. So I Googled it and thank God it is because it was, I, I'll explain why. This is what's funny though. In the class description, the second line is a disclaimer about how feminist and women's studies are incorporated in the class and that we acknowledge how important women are in the history of gender as well as men. And it's not just about men anymore. I'm like, oh my God, even Penn State is woke. Like my God, like I will always be a Nittany Lion. Fuck, I'm just glad that the class isn't canceled because that would be, I wouldn't even be surprised. And this really forever changed the way that I look at dynamics in sexual relationships. And I just find that whole thing fascinating. Again, bring it back to the Luke and Lorelai. Will I be thinking about that whole dynamic when I'm getting off at some point this century? I won't not be. All right. But there's something about that. There's something about that initial attraction that the woke is like almost trying to erase as insignificant or invalid. This is a little bit about the evolution aspect as well. We had to do a project where we had to almost create an archetype of the like the perfect man and women in the other's eyes based on all of these factors. And some of them are physical. And again, these you can't fault people for this because these are things, you guys, that we are not even fucking aware of, right? And I found it so fascinating because I'm like, damn, wait, that is true. That is true, right? The reason that women love men with a strong jawline, broad shoulders, big biceps. Yes, it's sexy as fuck. And it's an indicator that they could tear your clothes off with their pinky finger. But more than that, it goes back to that thing, right? Of the provider, of the protector. I always say this, I can do my own shit. I can run my own business. Hell, I moved across the country for, by myself. I don't need anyone's help. But do I want a Luke Danes to come in and like fix my toilet, fix my light structure, fix the gutters? Absolutely. It's that idea that as a woman, we sort of see these physicalities and our brain interprets them. This goes the other way. There are physical traits about women that men like inside, they're like ding, ding, ding without even realizing it. It's things like big lips big eyes, small waist, right? It's not just something that rappers rap about for the hell of it. In their brain, it signals fertility. That's why you hear about like the older men, younger woman thing, right? Spreading the seed. They're, they have these attributes that equal young, vital, fertile, can have my babies. 
This isn't anyone's fault. This goes back. Take it up with the cavemen, bitch. I needed to brush up because I was bringing this to the carpet and talking about it in my work and my essay for Playboy, etc. I took a class in Los Angeles at LACC, Los Angeles Community College, in sexual psychology. And all of these different things were reinforced. And also, there's so much that you wouldn't even realize, like our hormones and pheromones. Like, do you guys know what pheromones are? An initial attraction. It's almost like we're animals. It's this instinctual primal thing where you can you can like smell somebody and that will determine if you're a match or not. I mean, what exactly are people trying to cancel here? The idea that men and women are different and they both bring value in different ways. They are different and bring value in different ways. And we should celebrate that. Like who is the woke to not only invalidate that, but bash it as if it's wrong. Like this professor who was fired. I had a ton of celebrities weigh in on masculinity. And this is before it was trendy. This is before Candace Owens hopped on the train. This was like two, three years ago. I was talking about this on the red carpet, right? All about masculinity and that male role, which now the woke is also trying to get rid of if that, as if that didn't exist. I was promoting this video and it's funny, you know, on Instagram when you can add a GIF and you like type in what you want, I put masculinity in and there were results. You can try it. Try this at home, kids. There were results that were like, gender doesn't exist. Gender is a construct. Smash the patriarchy. Like masculinity isn't real. We don't have to discredit one to push the other. So I completely understand that people from other groups, whether it be if you're bi, if you're trans, if you're this or you're that, you know, whatever it is, I don't understand why we have to discredit and validate men and their arguably roles to raise those up. Like both can be true. Both can be true at the same time. I know we hate to acknowledge this in 2020 because it's either this or that black or white, sleepy Joe, crazy Trump. But the truth is we can still celebrate and cheer on the traditional man and still raise up people from these other groups who want to love who they want to love. We don't have to invalidate one to raise the other one up. I'm sick and tired of that shit. With that said, this whole Harry Styles and address thing has now made relevant this conversation about traditional masculinity. Candace Owens has talked about it with her whole hashtag bring back manly men. I mean, she's the other extreme, right? Because she argues that men acting feminine, like there's something wrong with them. And then there's the woke, which is like, basically, if you have a kid, and he's male, and you're not putting him in a dress, something's wrong with you. Like they're both so extreme, right? And I'm kind of like, Again, what I just said, we can still have it and also celebrate people who aren't that. Wow. I did talk to celebrities about men sort of losing their way when it comes to masculinity. The part that makes me feel bad about this isn't that it's like rooting on the patriarchy or offensive to feminists. It's that we do tend to like tell men what to do and criticize them and it doesn't go the other way, at least not publicly, you know? I guess like if a man says, women should act more like this and should be more like this, women would be like, excuse fucking me, which I get because women were suppressed for years and like couldn't vote until later, et cetera. But although women like myself feel empowered and don't feel like that now, I do get why it like doesn't go both ways. But it is interesting, right? When you think about it, it's like we're always telling men what to do and how to be. And I could see how they're just like, fuck you guys. Like we're trying. But with that said, like, I love you guys. I love men, but you guys like could use a little guidance. So this is a conversation that I would have off the red carpet with my friends constantly. And if you haven't had them and you're a straight woman, you're fucking lying to yourself.
and to us. So I talk to celebrities like across the board, all ages, men, women, all races, black, white, Latina, you name it. And it was really fun. And it was really interesting. I talked to people like Lorenz Tate, Milo Ventimiglia and Justin Hartley from This Is Us as well. John Bernthal. Oh my god, I am the worst. He's from The Walking Dead. But here's what they had to say. Check it out. I as a millennial feel like there seems to be a disconnect between men and women. First of all, there, I don't think gentlemen exist anymore. Honestly, like I've just stopped looking. I think all generations think that the men of their generation are the worst men that have ever been created. Here's the thing about millennial guys, I think. No one seems to want to settle down. Men are sort of like their tails between their Sure. Oh, you live in LA, clearly, right? I think you just need to hang out with different men. Get out of Hollywood. You guys have almost become like whiskey. Men are men, you know, you just gotta deal with us. I'm sorry. So, for you, Milo, what does it mean to be man? There's a responsibility when you're twice as big um, as half of the people that you're walking through the earth with. Hi, perfect example. Yeah, you have to be kind, you have to be honorable, and you have to have, have strength. I always say, like, rub some dirt on it, like, fix my toilet, like, take care of me, like, and I like to be. When I'm dating, I do like to be courted, and, and it does show me how you how you view women and how you treat women. I know how to fix the toilet, but just do it for me. <laughs> oh my god, the best is when a guy will make sure you're on the inside of the sidewalk so that if a car came, he'd be the one to be hit. It doesn't mean that like I don't believe in feminism or that like women can't do stuff. I want them to be a man and show up as a man. What advice do you give to millennial guys to like make it happen? I would say put these things down. Hey Milo, like Snapchat and text does not count as conversation. No, of course it's not. It's not like this, like never hear from you again or maybe I'll text you at 2 a.m. Yes! Honey, open the door for us. Chrissy, would yeah. you open it for your mom? Yeah. There should be a class where learn how to be a man. Enjoy yourself. Have fun. But at some point, you gotta step up and do it right. You know? And be good dads. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, be good guys. Yeah. yeah. Let's dissect, okay? Since we're on the school theme today, like this is a frog. Justin Hartley says there should be a class teaching men how to be men. I mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm down with that. Like, I'm not mad at that. He says like, be good dads, be a good guy, right? Milo has the same sort, even Lawrence Tate, they all have that same sort of ideas. Like, just be a good, be a good dude, be a good dude. Like, quit ghosting, we're over it, show up. Can you imagine if Justin Hartley said that today? This wasn't that long ago, you guys. This was like I said, two years ago, maybe three. If he said men need a, a class about being men, he would be crucified. He's not that wrong. With this whole wave and uproar about uh, from like, I feel like from angry women wanting to like put men in the gutter, I could see why men are like, well, fuck, I'm afraid to even ask you out on a date. And we don't want that. We don't want men to be afraid of us. Like I bring it back to Luke Danes. Step up. Say what you want. Flirt. Play. Yes. All about it. Even the LA aspect, right? I always used to joke when I lived in LA that guys in LA were like, super, just not my style, like super metro actors, models, like cared more about their hair gel than like looking, making eye contact with you, etc. That's why you even hear these guys in this video being like, you need to, you need to get out of LA. Let me tell you this right now. Okay. This is another thing. And if feminists want to throw their burnt bras at me, fine. I'm enough woman for one relationship. I don't need you acting like the girl. I'm enough for both of us. Okay. So enough. But what these people say, even Chrissy Matt, I'm a feminist, but I still like you to open the door for me. Again, I feel like they're all totally valid. They're just expressing their opinion and stuff we would say behind closed doors. You know that shit would be canceled today. And that's really sad. 
It's like, we can't even have the dialogue. Like who, who is letting the woke mob dictate how we talk about this stuff? This professor at Eaton College also explores very briefly, but he explores the aspect of women using their sexuality to benefit them, to advance them, et cetera. And this is something that people took issue with. And it's like, well, are you fucking serious? Hello, I have my boobs out for a reason, people. We all do this. I'm going to tell you, when I did Playboy, when I posed in Playboy, it was probably the most empowered day of my life. Because I was like, here I am. Here's my bod. I'm about to write a bomb ass essay and blow your brains out. I have never felt more empowered. Should I be ashamed of that? I even interviewed Leslie Mann when she did that movie, uh, Welcome to Marwin, with Steve Carell. And she had a doll character of herself, right? And the doll was like totally sexualized, like boobs and long legs and little waist. And I asked Leslie about that. I said, like, was that your choice? Did you have a say in that? Or is this again, like a time when people are going to be like, oh, through the male gaze, whatever. And she owned it. She was like, I, I had a say, I had a hand in it. I think that we should, there's nothing wrong with, you know, exploring and celebrating how sexual and beautiful women are. And I was like, yeah, girl, you can look up the article. It's on bustle. Gender should be celebrated. And this is why the woke doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense in this arena for two reasons. Number one, the science, which I've laid out. Okay. You guys love the science, but not science when it comes to certain things such as this. So like, are you going to pick and choose? Are you going to like white elephant? Are you going to raffle? Are you going to magician rabbit hat and pick a slip of what counts as science today? Be consistent. And number two, this whole idea of trying to erase gender and gender roles. Again, you would think that this is something that is celebrated, you know, trans and trans issues is something that's super very much on the forefront these days. So what I really want to encourage you guys to do, because you guys know when we come out of this, it's going to be a clusterfuck and we're going to touch each other like E.T. And be that that will be the extent of our sexual interaction because we will be so afraid to be that socially close to each other. We're going to be all sorts of fucked up. But as we go through this and all of these cultural changes, really don't let the mob dictate how you think about all of this and how you interact with one another. You can question why all of these rules are insane. There is nothing wrong with digging the traditional Luke Danes. I know I'm hopping on that shit ASAP. And there's nothing wrong with exploring new things and advocating for who you love and what you do. But why do we have to trash the other? defund the woke police. And hopefully one of these days we will get our freak on as queen Missy Elliott had stated. And until then I will be probably getting off to Luke Danes. Judge me or not. It's happening.